0: Series uh, we've called My Story. How many of you have enjoyed this series? Have you enjoyed it? Hadn't it been good? Really, really, really good. I've heard from so many people on how deeply uh, this series has impacted their life. So today we have Julio and Charmaine Flores, and uh, they're going to share their story. Yes, let, let them hear it. So they're going to share their story. So, how are you guys doing this morning?
1: Very good, and
0: good You're doing very good? Yes. Uh, muy bueno. Muy okay. <laughs> doing very good. How are you? Good. good. Uh, you guys are ready? <laughs> as ready as you're going to get? Yes. Okay. Yes. Charmaine sings all the time, and you would think that she's so bold in singing that, you know, but this is different, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. Well, I don't sing, so all I do is talk. So if I were to sing, it would be climbing under the table. <laughs> uh, Julio's going to start, and then Charmaine's going to share. So Julio, share your story with us.
1: Yes, I'm going to start like in... Um, good morning, everyone.
2: Good morning.
1: <laughs> and I want to talk in, uh, in English, Salvadorian. <laughs> <or> Salvadorian English. <laughs> For so you don't understand words, you're going to. I don't speak very well English, but I'm going to try this in, in English. Um, I born in El Salvador and I raised in. And my daddy just. Uh, they taken me to the. They like, uh, they show me like uh, how racing raising and like, you know, just working in the ground and just working over there and comes home and not can help you the, the, the my mom or my sister and, uh, and something in the house. For like uh, they say, if you help you in, a, in, in the house, it's like uh, that one knows you work. Like uh, you were already working out, you can come home, you don't need to do nothing. And now I yes, I think it's uh, different for like uh, when you love your wife, you need to help you. No, it's like uh, she only she got to work over there. You got to help you here for, for you feel like uh, you need to help you and you love her. And when I, I remember when I have uh, six years, uh, I started working with my dad in the ground. Like uh, every day we're going to work and I go into the, the school um, and sometimes he not let me go into the school for he said no we got to go to work and i feel bad for like thinking what the how i'm gonna learn this how gonna when i work in uh, ground um, and sometimes i feel bad for like i ask your daddy i want money for going to the school and he said no we don't have okay and what i do like is come back from the school just gonna work in the English or do something jobs. I wanna have money for buy stuff for me, like I wanna enjoy. But he said, no, we gotta work all the time. And I remember when I have like eight years, they start going to church and they come to God. And when they receive God, like they, every sunday they send me to a school and and i say okay for like they say you need going to go the sunday school and you need to learn by god but i go in for like they send me not for like i have a desire. and i remember when i have a uh, 10 years i have a, like a experience and i say okay now i they my daddy no need to send me i want to learn what I need, uh, how the communication we need to have with God. And I remember when the pastor just prayed over there, he said, How many, the, for we are the children over there? And we said, Yes, I want to follow Jesus. And I remember one day, my daddy, sometimes they not going to church, for i going over there for, I want to have the relation with him. And, and my daddy, they start started uh, having like problems for, My daddy one day he um, dating with another lady. He going to church, but he started having the relation with another lady. And he's very mad, jelly with my mom. And he said, like, like he don't want to go more to church. And my mom, she feel bad. He heard like a bad, like they said they want to separate. But they stay together. And we working all the time with my um, daddy. And one day he working in, in the ground. Like he bought money from the, the bank. And he no paid it. He not can pay it the debt, but he got it. Like he said, OK, see so we not pay this one. The bank just going to come take the, the house where we going to live. And what is what I think in that moment, I tell my mom, mom, for uh, like I not trust a lot in my daddy for sometimes I ask you daddy, uh, I have uh, this problem. What do you think about this one? He don't tell me song you need to do this one. No, he laughing with me and I feel bad for him. Hmm. I know can trust more in him for like see, I ask you "See, daddy, I have uh, this one, I need to do it. No, he know." not like he's not happy with me, if for what I trust more in my mom. And I tell my mom, that when they dead, they have it. I tell her, mom, I, I have decided like I wanna go into United States and help you pay this debt. And she said, no, but it's bad over there in a way. I don't know what can go happen. And that one is like when it's in 1999 when I decided like to come to here. And I have uh, 19 years when they just come to here. And I tell my man, I go only for two years. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that two years is almost <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> 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 and, and just come over here and like um, for like a year, just yes, I want to go to church. For like a, I have a relation with God, but I don't want to like lose everything. I want to continue. And I come over here with my cousin and I ask you here, how I can go into church? For they know going to church. Like a, I feel like, a, okay, how are going to do it? And I talk with my mom and say, we're going to pray. And God just going to provide him, and for I don't have a car, and I don't know where I need to go. And uh, my cousin, like, uh, he no not want to, like, uh, help me for finding a church. What he did, sometimes he do it, he push me to the doing the thing. And, like, uh, for example, one day, uh, we're going to eat in a restaurant, and when we're coming back, he said, I got to stop in the gas station for uh, taking the stamps for my wife. And he found the one lady over there, and he said, when he see this lady over there, she started talking with him. Uh, he said she offered the service sexually. And he said he accepted going with her. And after that, one, he said, when he going to have his service, he said, yes, you want to do it? I'm going to pay it for you. And I tell her, he no. For I have the fears to God. And I, and I know when, uh, how my mom just showed me, like uh, he raised me in the. Uh, way to God wanna, I want to continue and what did he say like okay and like and I stay like a more time and finally one day I found the one brother from my country and he taken me to the church and when he taken me to the church I feel like I found the life <laughs> yeah. yeah for this is what I want to do and I, when I found this guy he taken me to the church he bring me to the church where the is uh, king the school now. I meet with the pastor Noel Alarcón over there, and just started going to church. And for uh, many years, the people, just yeah, the the brothers or families, just asking me, "When you gonna marry?" And I, <laughs> and, I and I tell them, "Only God, no." <laughs> and they they say. Yeah, but you need a marriage. For you're gonna be holy, so you know Mary. And I gonna pray. Just yes, God is gonna send the when I, when it's time. And um, and I have a, the, like a, I, For example, I wanna try to help you, God. I start a relationship with the ladies. And just yes, God is uh, he wanna do his purpose. What is what happened? He broken the the relationship we got it with the. With the ladies, and I remember one day just come to Kingwood, and Becky George, she prayed for me, and like she said, just uh, yes, Manuel just yes, translation to me, and what she said, just yes, God just said He prepared your wife, like uh, He uh, He gonna prepare, like uh, the both gonna serve it to God, and the both gonna support your mom, and I think uh, okay and it just passed the time, like uh, that one just happening, like uh, two years later. Um, just I found the, the like uh, just going to one church. Uh, I think everybody know the Milka's daddy. He opened one church and um, I go into church over there. When I go over there, I see the Charmaine over there. But, <laughs> yes. Sean Hernandez, he asked me, he said, uh, Julio, he said, or oh, like he said, brother, he said, you can take Charmaine home? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when I take it home, um, like in a way we're going to home, and I ask you her, are you ready to eat? She said, no. Okay, <laughs> let's go to eat. <laughs> and when we're going to eat, um, I, we started talking over there like um, ask you a question, how is your life? What do you like? It? And we see that like a, we in the same agreed. And I, uh, she asked me, how is your family? And I tell her, that I need a uh, support my mom, help you financially. And she said, like uh, I tell her, I have that one. And she said, oh, that one is nice, help you, your mom. And I feel at that, that moment, like uh, I feel like uh, this God just came to me. Like, what did he, he prepare for me? In that moment, we start uh, dating. We're going out for... Uh, I want to know... We want to know one to other one. And like uh, two years later, are we married. <laughs> <laughs> and... Just yes, what happened is like... like uh, in that moment, I feel like uh, God just responded uh, when you pray. For like uh, the... See, I started uh, making the relation with the other ladies, but not the God's plan. What is going on? What's happening? But I'm waiting for him, and he do does exactly what is he wants. Hmm. It's, it's what I, uh, I want to conclude with. The, when you pray for your children, just yes, God just yes, makes his plan. For it's like a, what is happening with my mind, she always pray for me, and God just take care. Hmm. This is... Hmm. And I feel... <laughs> I feel very blessed in this moment for the boy we're serving in the church, and God just help you us. Amen.
2: <laughs> um, so, uh, if you don't know, my name's Charmaine, and uh, the reason that I got my name is my dad was flipping through the TV. Uh, he came across the Cosby show, and uh, this girl was on there. She was guest starring or whatever, and her name was Charmaine. And he said, Oh, that's cute. I think I'll name my daughter that. And my mom was like, whatever. (laughs) Uh, And so um, I didn't know until later on in life that my name means song, Um, which is ironic that I should sing. You know, whatever. Um, God's weird like that. It's awesome. (laughs) Um, So anyway, when I was little, I was raised in a very strict and religious home. Uh, We went to church all the time and we, you know. We, you know, we practiced prayer and uh, did those kinds of things. And we had to look the part. You know, you wore dresses. You did not wear pants and shorts. And so, you know, the whole religious ceremony. Um, and we had what I call a pretty good life because we thought that that's how everybody lived. Um, and when I was nine, my mom's mother passed. And um, my grandmother, she had had a hard time with my grandmother granddaddy he was being abusive and he was an alcoholic and um but she always held faith and she said you know god's gonna help us god's gonna come through he's faithful and i'll hold on to this she didn't leave my granddaddy she held on even until her dying day Mm. and uh so my grandfather called my mom and said could you come down here uh your mom just passed and she said all right well we'll be there well my dad said i'm gonna stay here because i've got stuff i need to do uh, but you go down there with your family, and I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna pick you up in two weeks. Um, so we go down to Alabama. It's my brother and I and my little baby sister, and um, we go and we're just you know, my mom's crying all the time, but she's laughing about memories, and it's awesome. You know, like she's like, my mom's gone home to glory. She fought the good fight, and she was faithful. She was faithful. I tell you what, I inherit that prayer. I did, I did, and I was. Like, yeah, y'all got to know my mom. She's like real loud and awesome. Um, so, um, so anyway, two weeks pass and we're supposed to be leaving and my dad doesn't show up. And it gets to be three months now. So we had to enroll in school and all this stuff. And um, so my dad comes dilly around after, you know, like four months later. And he's like, oh, hey, we're going to go home now. Well, it's about time, you know, it's been a long time. My mom never said anything. She just said, God always helps. So we get in the car. We drive back to South Carolina. um, And we arrive, and we had always been asking my dad, can we have birds? Can we have a dog? You know, whatever. He said, no. Uh, And so when we got to South Carolina, uh, there were four birds and two dogs in the backyard. And we were like, what? This is what you've been doing? Okay, I see you. I see you but it was to cover up some stuff. Um, because when we came in, there were also people in the house that we did not know. Um, there was a lady and her two children uh, and her daughter was in my room. And I remember going, who are you and why are you in my room? <laughs> and uh, she was just like, oh, I live here. Do what? She said, I live here. And I was like, mm, okay. And I just walked out. And um, my dad was just like, oh, we'll talk later, get to know each other, blah, blah, blah. And that night after he sent us to bed, he told my mom, "Um, well, I met this lady and we've been having a good time together. Uh, I love her, but I love you too. And I want us to live together and be a happy family. So I moved her in and we're all gonna get along and you're gonna be okay about it. And my mom said nothing. She just looked at him and she walked away and she went to her room. And she did not come out of her room for weeks. Um, and I would go into the room and like, bring her sandwiches because I couldn't cook yet. Um, and I would just make sure that she was still eating because she was supposed to be taking care of my little sister. And um, she would just, I would be like, Mom, is there anything I can do for you? Are you okay? She's like, I'm fine. The Lord will make a way. He is faithful, and I'm going to hold on to him. He's going to help us. And so my dad started acting crazy and he was just like, I'm gonna split these kids up cause you think you slit and you are gonna take my kids away from me and all this stuff and I'm not gonna be without my kids. And so uh, he would split us up and he literally would keep my brother and my sister, uh, well not my sister, my sister was still small so she stayed with my mom, but my brother and I, he would just keep us away from the house. And so uh, one day he forgot his plan and uh, we were all in the house at one time and he was gone with the lady. Uh, My mom said, Charmaine, I want you to go to the room, and I want you to get as many bags as you can and pack all our stuff, as much as you can. And I said, are we going to come back? She said, probably not. I said, okay. And I start packing all my stuff. Um, And... um, the whole time, you know, she's just singing God's songs, and she's praising the Lord while tears are coming down her face, and she's just like, I will trust in the Lord until I die. And she's just singing, 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 and I was just like, I can't do this, Mom. Um, so we get outside, and I'm like, oh, there's a police car and a taxi cab. I'm so excited. I've never seen one. It's so cool. Um, so there's a police car and a taxi cab, and my mom is uh, hasn't told us that the reason that the police is following us is to make sure that we're safe. So he follows us all the way to the Greyhound station. We get on Greyhound station in North Carolina, not South Carolina, but North Carolina, and drive or ride all the way to Alabama where we are escorted by the police when we got there to my grandfather's house to make sure we made it safely. Um, And then during this time, my dad had come home, noticed that my mother was gone, sent the lady to the bank with him, to get all of my mom's money out and so she went and signed like forged my mom's name and they gave her all my mom's money that she had in cd and my mom had no idea so we get to alabama and we're trying to get settled in and she went to the bank and she was like well i'm gonna you know take out this much money so i can go buy us a, a house and the bank said you don't have that money that's not in there and she said what you mean it ain't in the, i hadn't touched it Uh, they said well somebody signed your name because it's gone and my mom just broke and she just she just was like all right now look lord i've been trusting in you i've been holding on to you and you said that you don't change so you're gonna have to come through for me and um and like he literally you know came through not in ways that i thought that he would you know like i thought oh god's a genie and we'll rub the lamp and he'll give her money and um It didn't happen. She, like, worked all the time. And so I got caught up in stuff while she would be at work, and I'd be trying to take care of the kids uh, and grow up too fast. Um, I got uh, caught up in relationships and all kinds of stuff. And we just, our life just kept spiraling downhill. And my mom, though, she just never stopped singing. And so she would walk around the house, and she'd be like, what'd you do today? Uh, Well i didn't do anything yes you did the holy spirit told me you did such and such and so i so, said what, what, what all right i did that but you didn't have to know that you know and so the holy spirit was always telling on me so we didn't have a good relationship <laughs> <laughs> felt like the holy spirit was a snitch <laughs> so anyway but he was always telling on me and so i ended up telling on myself most of the time uh, because he had already spoke to my mom. So I'd just be like, well, this will happen today before he tells tell on me. Um, and so we moved um, to, uh, from my grandfather's house, we moved to my aunt's house, and things got worse, and then we moved to um, North Birmingham in the inner city, uh, which we call Vice Hill. So we moved to Vice Hill, and my first day there, a guy walked up to me and was like, hey, are you a virgin? And I was like, what? Mama, was that? And uh, she said... Well, baby, don't go outside and don't talk to people. Just stay in the house and we can go. And I still didn't find out what that was. <laughs> and so she, uh, you know, she just said, just stay in the house. And I remember thinking, this is the worst place that we can come to. Why did you bring me here? Uh, it's not fair. I want to go home to my dad. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom that, and she said, okay, well, I'll call you daddy. And she called my daddy and i was like i was just playing i was just playing i don't even want to go i was just kidding i was just kidding and she was like well you know if you want to go you can go and uh so he came but i didn't know he was just coming to visit us that he wasn't coming to stay (laughs) so i was freaked out and i was like mama i'm sorry i promise i'll wash the dishes every day i'll take out the trash i'll do i'll feed the dog we don't have a dog but i'll get one you know (laughs) whatever i got to do to stay i don't want to go with that man you know and so you know, she was just like, well, I actually did it just to see so you could understand how how you hurt me, and that hurt a lot, and I was just like, okay, I ain't going to say that no more. <laughs> so, when I was about 14, Master's Commission came to my neighborhood, and a girl named Karen Lewis, uh, whose husband is Stephen up there, uh, who makes things happen up there, <laughs> so anyway, he, uh, she came, and she was like, I just want to tell you about the love of Jesus, and I was like, all right, crazy white girl in the black folks' neighborhood, all right, <laughs> so I literally, uh, as she was talking, we walked her over to a tree, and I tied her up, and my plan was to keep her, so, and tell all my friends, I got a white friend, <laughs> so. <laughs> Jacob Stokes actually talked me into letting her go because he said, well, if you don't let her go, I'm going to have to call your mom. And I was like, why you got to be messing stuff up? You ain't got to involve her. This had nothing to do with her. You know, so we let her go. And she said, I promise if you let me go, I'll come back. I was like, you ain't going to come back. We let you go, but you ain't going to come back. Nobody comes back. My dad didn't come back. Nobody ever comes back. Hmm. And she said, I promise I'll come back. So she came back the next week looking all over the neighborhood. And she said, Charmaine, get out here right now. And I was like. I ain't do it. <laughs> and uh, so I go outside and she's like, I've been looking all over for you to tell you I love you and help me pick up trash. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so I began to follow them around and, um, I began to see the love that they had for people and that God really has a plan for us. Um, because I never knew that God had a plan for me. I just thought you go to church and you do what you're supposed to do. And you sit out. Um, I didn't understand that God had a whole destiny in store for my life. Um, And so I got involved with the worship team and I began uh, singing and stuff. But uh, Master's Commission the whole time just kept coming and encouraging me. And so it got to the point where I started being stole away and I would hide in the bottom of the vans uh, (laughs) and pop out at the next outreach place and be like, hey guys. And they'd call Pastor Mark, uh, there's a girl from the other outreach in the van. Uh, Well, what do we do? And they said, he said, well, just let her go with you and then take her back and make sure she stays at home and start locking the vans. (laughs) um so we um you know i I decided that in my heart i wanted to be in master's commission and that's what i wanted to do and so you know childhood dream came up to the church and i sang and uh, loved it here and then i went back home and high school happened and i got into a lot of stuff and i just threw away that dream um and i got into this ministry because i was chasing this one guy who could sing really good and i thought oh this is going to be my husband And God said, no. And I was at a service with that guy, and one of the leaders of that ministry just got up and said, Charmaine, the Lord says that if you do anything else bad, he is absolutely done with you. He did. Okay. And he said, now you need to sing. Thank you, Lord. Now, out of respect for the church and the church people, I sang the song. But I was thinking, when I get through with the song, me and you are done, and I ain't talking to you. We ain't got nothing to say because if I'm going to hell, I'm going with a bang. So I left the church and but I couldn't like get the songs out of my head. Like the songs would always just I would think I would try to think of all secular songs. I'd play them on the radio as loud as I could, but God's songs were louder in my head. And um, I said, okay, I can't get your songs out of my head. I can't Charmaine and I was like I don't even know you how do you know my name (laughs) she said Charmaine God has a plan for your life I was like I didn't tell you my name lady you're weird I'm not talking to you so she said you were going to kill yourself today but God says I have other plans for you and I said you don't know me lady you don't know nothing about me you don't know nothing about my life And she said but God does and you need to make the right choice make the right decision and trust in God to come back home. And I said, whatever. And she said, alright. You need to make the right decision. So I remember crying as she's talking to me and she's telling me her story and it's it, it's identical to mine except that she said she had kids. And so she said, well, I hope you do the right thing and she left. I got on the bus and I went home. Which completely followed my plans as soon as I got home my phone rang and I answered the phone and said hello she said is this Charmaine I said yes yes who is this and she said this is the lady from the bus stop I ain't give you my number either (laughs) so now I'm like tripping out you know she's just like well I just wanted to make sure you did the right thing and I see you did she hung up the phone never heard from her again Immediately knew that that was only a God moment. That was the only God moment. Only God could have gave her information about me to make sure that I did what I was supposed to do. And um, so I remember just crying and falling on my face. And I went outside and I was just like, God, if this, you know, I didn't know You had a plan for me, and I'm so sorry that I've wasted all this time. And I'm sorry I didn't read Your Word and learn who You are for myself. And so um, I was like, if You, if You still want me. I want to follow you and I want to serve you for the rest of my life. And um, nobody was there to lead me in prayer or anything. I just gave my heart to God. And the next day, Karen calls me and says, There's a spot that opened up in Master's Commission. Uh, you told us no last year, but I feel like God really wants you here. And I said, I can't. I just got saved. I just rededicated my life. And she said, Great. That's a good place to start. I'll see you on Saturday. I'll come pick you up. <laughs> and I packed my stuff and, uh, man, God changed my life and um, it wasn't when I came to Masters I said I'm not going to sing um, I don't want to I'm going to just get rooted and grounded in God's word and Miss Peggy looked at me and said how dare you sit down on God's gifts she, she said he didn't call you here for you to sit down you're supposed to sing and it wasn't until that year that God gave me the revelation of what my name was my name means song and he said that I am his song and so when I sing I remember all the things that he did and how he brought me to this place and I just love God and today you know no matter where you are no matter where you are or what you've done just remember that God's love for you it doesn't change he never changes his plans for your life they never change He stays the same, and He will be with you. He wants you to be His song.
0: How many of you believe that God has a plan for Charmaine and Julio, and He loves them? How many of you believe that? Isn't that a great story? You know, it's so obvious that what her dad thought was random. God designed, because He knew her. Charmaine means song. And so today, um, I've asked Charmaine if she'd sing. So she's going to sing a song for us this morning.
2: I'm
3: Surprise.
1: You were my
0: Prayer team, if you'd come. I want to thank Julio and Charmaine. Thank you guys for sharing your story. Come on, prayer team. Every eye closed. I was thinking when I heard their story. Every day, somebody is right where Charmaine was when you say, I have these circumstances in my life, and I know what God says, but it seems like the opposite's happening. I don't know how to reconcile that and in the middle of that pressure it's so hard to believe God and it's so hard to have faith and it's so hard to rebel against the circumstances around you and just stand and believe so this morning if that's you you say I'm going through some things but I'm trying to believe God and I need God's help today. Today you're here and you say, I need prayer. Or maybe today you're here and you say, it's time for me to turn my heart and my life toward God or back to God. You say, today when I heard that story, God spoke to me. I feel like He's talking to me somehow and it's time for me to turn my heart and life back to God or toward God. I need prayer. If you need prayer this morning, would you just lift your hand and say, I need prayer. Would you pray for me today? I'm in one of those places. Yeah, I see your hands there in the middle, in the back, in the middle. Yeah, yes, I need prayer. I see it in the middle right there, yes. Yeah, in the front, yeah. The balcony, I need prayer today. I need prayer today. I see it in the balcony yes two, three hands yes here's what I want to ask you to to do this morning our prayer team is here and they've been praying and they're ready to pray with you and all they want to do is encourage you and pray with you and they, they just want to be a part of that moment where you turn toward God and when you come and let someone else pray with you I can't explain it But something supernatural happens. When you begin to agree with other people in prayer about your life, the enemy wants you alone and isolated. And when you come together, things start to change. And so today, I want to ask you, if you lifted your hand, I want you to come right now, and I want you to let one of our prayer team just pray with you, and we're going to dismiss in just a minute. But I want you to come right now. Come right now. Please don't wait. Come right now and say, would you just help me? Would you pray with me? I just need God to strengthen my faith. I just need God to minister to my heart this morning. I need to turn my life back toward God in the balcony, in the back, in the middle. So many of more of you lifted your hand. Would you come right now? We're going to dismiss in just a minute. We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to sign you up for nothing. We just want to pray with you. That's it. Would you come right now? Come right now. Right now. Right now. just want to pray with you today is a day where the enemy loses again and God wins take that step of faith it's a step of faith maybe that's where you need help is faith it's a step of faith to pray but I want you to come right now Lord I thank you this morning for the grace of God and I thank you for the change in our life that only you can bring I thank you for these moments where we see your grace showing off. We see your love so much clearer when we see what other people have been through and how you've never changed and you've never left them and you've always been faithful. It encourages us this morning that if you were faithful in their life, you're going to be faithful in our life. And so, Lord, we receive today your message of grace. May we carry it with us this week. And be stronger because of it. Jesus. The worship team's going to begin to sing. And as they do, our prayer team's in place. If you need prayer, you just kind of make your way to the front as everybody's leaving. God bless you. Thank you for being here.